As soon as the tank stopped, Sergeant Donovan pulled the earphones off his head and rubbed his ears. The crackling of the wireless had given him a headache, and the pressure of the headset had made his ears ache too. He hung the headset from the open hatch, turning the earpieces towards him so that he could hear if his code letters were called. At the moment there was a lot of waffling going on between the colonel and his squadron leaders, and the regiment had come to a standstill with the tanks spread over the sandy common. Donovan settled himself comfortably on the small saddle-like seat and propped his feet up on the circle of armour-piercing shells running round the inside of the turret. He lit a cigarette and listened for a few moments to the confusion on the wireless. He decided there was just time for tea. Better get a brew on, Taffy, he said to his driver. He watched, as always, with amusement and admiration, the swift, efficient way the four members of his crew worked together to make tea inside the tank. The petrol stove was lit, and the big mess tin filled with water. The tinned milk and tea and sugar mixture were got out from the box that was supposed to hold spare wireless valves. The battered tin mugs were swilled out and wiped round with cleaning rag. Then the gunner spun the wheel to depress the gun fully, thus raising the breech inside the turret to give them as much room as possible. Sergeant Donovan absently watched the heavy gun barrel go down until it was lying almost on top of the co-driver's escape hatch. He remembered suddenly, quite clearly, the time his tank was hit at Alam Halfa. He, the gunner and the wireless operator had got out of the turret all right and had waited for the driver and co-driver. The seconds had dragged by. Then he had seen the hole right in front of the driver's place and at the same moment noticed that the gun was lying across the co-driver's hatch, stopping it from coming up more than three or four inches. The co-driver's arm had come out trying to push the gun away just before the ammunition exploded. He shut his eyes tightly. Traverse right, he snapped, almost before he realised it. Hogg the gunner was busy spreading cheese on biscuits, but his reaction was automatic and he spun the wheel which raised the gun and began to revolve it to the right. Steady on, Donovan said when it was pointing straight ahead and the traversing stopped. All right, carry on. He ignored the questioning look in Hogg's eyes, and after a moment the youngster went back to his cheese and biscuits. He was pleased with the speed of Hogg's reaction. He'd got the gun traversing smoothly like an old timer. <laughs>